0: Good morning, everybody, and Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Today's guest, I have got the magnificent Fred Shabaster of Hivex and Finder.com. And we're going to be talking a little bit to the markets, of course, as Fred has Hivex, which is one of the most amazing little broker platforms, OTC platforms that I am privy to giving fantastic service. And um, really for us and you guys being the listeners, the benefit we've got here is getting in behind the OTC curtain. So Fred, thank you so much for your time once again.
1: Awesome to be here, Craig. Awesome to be here.
0: Mate, um, look, let's just jump straight into uh, to what you're seeing at the moment, because I know mm. that you've been doing a lot of travel. We, we spoke a couple of weeks back when you just got back from uh, from consensus. You're still flying on uh, jet lag. It was a big, big trip, as I know it's w- what it can be like. So you're still sort of in that hype, in that buzz. Now that the, it has settled down a bit, now the market is somewhat settled down as well. What are you starting to see at the moment?
1: So I think that we're seeing a, definitely a lot of consolidation. Uh, we're seeing mm. a lot of people getting quite, I would I would frame it almost what we're seeing over the desk, a lot more buying than selling. That's for sure. Ah, interesting. Um, and, you know, I, I think that's because we keep testing these lows. I think you, you talk about this a lot, see Craig. Mm. And... But I think, you know, we've just got this strong level, um, almost a bit of momentum starting to build. And kind of some of that bad news with, you know, uh, what was it, Solatoshi, and all those kind of things. Oh, but,
0: all the who is Mr. Attention. Bitcoin type
1: crap. Right. All of that, it kind of feels like it's um, just... just I guess, in general, not necessarily saying, you know, who is this person behind this, or whatever it may be. Like, I'm just going to park that to the side for a second. Just talking yep. more about, in general, that topic has died down a bit. Mm. And, because I think it's an actual topic that creates a bit of instability. And the reason oh, for absolutely. it is there's, you, know, you know, a million Bitcoins sitting somewhere that someone's going to sell, and everyone's a bit scared about it, to be honest. Which is understandable.
0: Mm.
1: And, you know, I think we saw a sort of a pullback with that. Then we saw some threats from, you know, the government with the FAFT stuff and those kind of things. And again, we saw this kind of pullback to some extent. But I think we've constantly, we kind of leveled out again and everyone's kind of forgotten. And and, and everyone, I feel like they go in these cycles. It's almost like like everyone kind of forgets about Bitcoin mm. and then they remember and they go, oh, it's still here. Oh, yeah, we're still going oh, still Bitcoin. There's still more Bitcoin. And then they'll learn something else about Bitcoin or they'll read something or they'll hear from someone or they'll hear someone that they didn't expect talk about it or whatever it may be. And it reignites them. And I think we're starting to see this market, um, particularly the retail market, to start to get, oh, you know, what was that interesting with Bitcoin? It seems to have come back. Hmm. We're starting to see the media getting excited about it again. We're starting (laughs) to see A lot more, you know, new and and I almost say um, new money, but we're also Mm. seeing existing money that was on the side coming back in. I think we're I think we're coming back. That's that would be that's that's what we're that's that's sort of what we're seeing. We're seeing, you know, clients that were a bit you know not talking with us. They kind of you know stood to the side. They've been waiting for a lower low, and they're realizing now they're not sure whether it's going to go lower.
0: So it seems like there's a big whack-a-mole, uh, you know, all these things that keep popping up to, to sort of whack Bitcoin back down, like the, the little alligator that pops up when you're at the arcade and you're going thump, 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 thump. And it just keeps popping back up, popping back up, popping back up. And, and people are taking notice of it now. Um, it, what I am interested to go into a little bit more detail in is the, the volume that you're seeing uh, on the OTC desk. I know because you, you're tied into not just your own, of course, which is very a lot of the information you've got there, but you're quite connected into a fantastic network of others in that space as well. You're starting to see mm-hmm. that that obviously a resurgence of money that's already been uh, exposed to Bitcoin coming back in. But what what are you seeing as far as new clientele, new money that's coming in? Is it a is it double money, or is there any big accounts coming in? Is it is it a larger degree of investment this time around than what you're seeing than what we saw last time? Or is there anything we can take from that?
1: Yeah, I, I think so what's refreshing again is we've got some clients that new ones that have come on deposited funds bought cryptocurrency. And then what we've realized after talking to them, they're like, they've bought the Bitcoin and then they're like, uh, how do I, how do I store this? <laughs> like, like, I mean, you know, they're like, Oh, what do I, where do what do I do, I do next? You know, yeah. Like, yeah and, 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 but, but what that says to me is like, they're literally after this investment class and they haven't done the research as to how to, you know, what it's all about, how to store it, you know, wallets and all those kind of things. It's a bit of fun, they're though. just merely looking to get exposure. And mm. that to me is a very bullish sign. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's new, right? You know, mm. we're, we're talking to people through how to set up their treasures or, or ledgers, and that's, wow. you know, that's great that's refreshing we're having yeah. these new conversations like that we're also that seeing really um you know people are able to you know they understand the process so people who've you know come from an exchange or they've come from something else they're looking for a bit of a a simpler way to you know trade and get quick exposure because you have got kind of you know and you you know this craig from your traditional markets traditional markets work on you know t plus one t plus two t plus three t plus four mm-hmm. etc right Yep. In other words, you can make a trade and you don't have to pay for it for t- you know one, two, three days. Yeah, and we're starting to see clients, you know, look for look for desks and where they can make those trades because they're going to exit the trade before it settles. Mm-hmm. You know, it's quick trades, they're yeah. trading on specific pieces of information, and they're getting in and getting out, which is perfectly fine. Um, which is you know, but it's it's like that's a sophisticated market. That's not like a You know, just a retail punter, and we're finding that's interesting as well. But I do think, you know, in all of that, the overall story, what we are seeing is definitely more an increase in new people that are new to cryptocurrency again, which we didn't see. We didn't see that. They were not the kind of people we're starting to see them come in. We're starting to see sites which, you know, or media that didn't talk about this, or you know, uh enterprises that weren't involved with cryptocurrency but then they've gone oh it's still here clients are starting to get interested again i need to get ready this time to be ready to, to, to get ready for this next big wave this next it, big ramp
0: up is it just bitcoin that you're seeing the volume come into or, or are you starting to see some old players coming back in and looking at different markets so obviously you've got access to, to whatever they really need to get access to so is it is it I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's probably predominantly Bitcoin and maybe filtering down through the top ten, but has there been a a, a large surge in any one project uh, in that OTC space from what you've seen lately?
1: You know, um, Litecoin obviously rocketed, yeah. Um, and I think mean, what's interesting, you know, it's 53 days now out. Was it 53 from its harvesting event? Yeah. But I think what's interesting about that in piece of information, particularly. Is that if Litecoin got so interesting around the halvening, right? It's gone completely against every other cryptocurrency, right? Mm-hmm. I think what's happening right now, people are going, wow, look at that halvening. Now imagine yeah. what's going to happen for Bitcoin. Bitcoin. It is going to be, you know, if that was Litecoin and it went up what, 30, 40, 50%? I think it's still going up. Um, I need to check that.
0: But- yeah, it's still hanging out. It's, it's still up around that 135, 57. So just shy of the highs.
1: Right. Now imagine Craig what people are doing. They've made some wins on Litecoin. I my, I contend to you they've gone, Hey, let's make another win like this on the next half of the episode. Yeah. And get back get into that now. Because I think like I think you you've tweeted this as well. I think we might you know, we could have seen the bottom. Hmm. Well, the bottom's a
0: long way away. I mean, let's let's be honest. It's a long the bottom is a bloody long, long, long way. I mean, we're talking the bottom of thirty two hundred, right? Or thirty one fifty, whatever it was, right? We're sitting at eighty one forty as I speak right now. I mean, anybody to suggest that we're going to go to lower lows right now, that's a big I mean, that would be, in my view, uh, someone who's got far too much information or somebody who's just speaking a bunch of crap and they just got lucky. And there are a lot of people doing that. Like I said, to the, you know, speaking to the 6000 level, that was a really strong level of resistance on the way up. It was a really strong level of support on the way down. So it was a really strong level of support on the way down. When a broker broke hard. I thought, okay, well, this looks like a logical place for resistance. The whole market was talking about 6,000 as being a level of which we need to, oh, no, hang on, we've just gone straight through 6,000, now we're at 7,000. Everyone just flapped their gums. Nobody acted upon the level. They all talk. They don't do. So it's interesting in that perspective as well that despite what many might be saying, they don't actually follow what they're saying. Makes sense, you know? Like, they just leave it. They talk about it, but they don't do it because there was no sell orders at six thousand. Nothing.
1: Mm. You know, I think we saw some interesting things as well this week with Phantom listing on Binance. Yeah, you how know, did, did that go? What did what Binance. did that do? Did that did that cause a big effect to the project or what? I think it's like a four x. Wow, that's on the main exchange, part. Right? yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, so I think what's interesting about that is you know, have a look at those coins Holy that geez. are going to go on main exchange. Um, you know, those coins that, that, that are going to go on main exchange, I think it's interesting. I think they're worth obviously having a look at now as well. Um, well I mean it, it, it still it went worked, nuts right? and then yeah, it pulled all Binance. the way back and now we're, we there's not much data
0: there right now but uh, yeah I'm looking at the chart as, as I speak to you and yeah it did it, it opened uh, it, its price is basically where it opened at where it opened on Binance when it got listed on Binance price is pretty much on the nose where it was uh, when yeah, it listed Have a look at so, it on Bitmax on what so
1: it was on Bitmax it was a it was a you know it was a sleepy trade It was not on Bitmax yeah that's where I was trading.
0: Oh, right. And so I just went nuts from there. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Okay, so let's let's jump across again now. Like, What I want to know is um, from your position at the moment, you, as I said, you've come back from New York. The dust has settled. I, I know what happens. You continue to build out those relationships. You have your secondary conversations. You have your meetings following on from the parties, from the conversations, from the interviews. Once everything, once the dust has settled – Often a lot more clarity comes to you uh, outside of that, and you're back in your own time zone. Is there anything new that you're seeing out there? Now, when I say new, it doesn't need to necessarily be a project. It can be a trend. It can be some whispers that are starting to come up. Um, you know, we talked before mm. briefly about um, the whole "Who is Satoshi?" You know what? I couldn't care less. And the more time people waste on that, I think the more they're going to miss out on opportunity. I, I you know. I do not give two shits about who Satoshi Nakamoto is. Uh, Yes, there is a risk there that he goes or she goes and sells, you know, a million Bitcoin. Yep, but that is something that I cannot control. So knowing who it is is not going to help me at all. It's a complete waste of time. What do you see as something that is not a complete waste of time for people to start to look Mm -hmm. into trend-wise, view-wise, market-wise, project-wise, this sort of thing? Is there anything that sort of after the dust has settled, you've kind of gone, oh, I need to do a little more in this space?
1: So I got re-reminded really of the effectiveness of uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies with um, international money transfers and truly where the actual value is. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, When you're in a local currency place, uh, I met some people um, actually from Colombia and uh, Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And they actually came from Venezuela. Mm-hmm. And they told me the actual legit thing, what's going on? Uh, and i met with them for quite a bit and it is a, is it it is that is a legitimate way to get currency into another country because and everyone talks about this but it is actually the it is controlled by two banks the, the swift payments are controlled by two banks and you will pay 25 percent if you go through one of those banks and you may or may not get your money out mm. um, and i just got really reminded of that that there's actually a very good use case in transferring money. Now, what's interesting in that, and I think um, you know, I um, I've been looking a lot at you know we look at you look at the, the volume of uh, Bitcoin in um, Venezuela, and it's, it's definitely on the up. Mm. But I think you've got another interesting thing right now. Have a look at Argentina. Argentina right now, just to give context, has a fifty percent inflation rate. Five zero five zero fifty percent so your money is worth half as much value as it was last year in argentina wow if you look at the graph of inflation it is about to go what what is called into hyper inflation yep and my contention to you is this could be part of a trigger that starts to uh set the wheels in motion for another you know it's another component that might send bitcoin to another you know a really strong demand the other thing i think that's interesting is you've got a lot of you know these trade wars and the instability around mm. it you've got uh, the fed interest rate uh moving potentially now not up but maybe staying staying where it is and maybe going down which will affect interest rates which will create uh again potentially it's just creating a bit more instability i think you've got um you know Trade wars just aren't good for anyone. No. It's just not great. And it just creates instability. you got the S&P right now. I don't know what your views are on this, Craig, but it looks pretty high to me. <laughs> Citibank just came out with a report saying that, you know, we could be hitting an all-time bear market for the, for the S&P. And that's the way it's trending, right? That's the way it's looking, that graph. Um, and I know you, you look at the charts. I'm interested in what you think about that. But I think, you know, these elements are starting to stack up macroeconomic factors are starting to get really hot right now. And some of these pots, which were warm, are now going to potentially having a few bubbles. And, you know, they might be some of the signs that's going to, you know, really not only send Bitcoin up, but I think you might see this time. And this is what I think is different and what I noticed is that I think you'll see a Violent mm. move up. I'm talking. You know, remember when we were seeing like uh, $1,000 moves? Yeah. I think we might see $5,000. That'd 20s. be nice. I'm talking. You know, five up, up five, down two, up seven, down eight, getting us towards a hundred grand type thing. Grand. Like, like I'm talking. You know, I, I think the levels will. will you know, adult, like like these, the, the, the sense that, that Bitcoin's quoted in will just meld into just violent movements. Yeah. And I think that's because you have, a we've got a lot of leverage. In
0: well, this it's market. got legitimacy like, too, move, right?
1: right? Yeah. Like, I mean,
0: pe- people talking right. about the issues around, um, you know, certain KYC being, risk, like, you know, KYC and AML becoming much more, um, brutal, uh, much more monitored. I get people say, oh, this is really bad. And I'm like, are you nuts? This is like, if you want your investments to go up, this is the best thing you could possibly ever have happen. But I get it. It, it, it sort of flies in the way. Like people in crypto are funny. They're a funny mob. I look at crypto for a number of different reasons, uh, primarily as an asset class to invest and be involved and build. Uh, secondly, also to so somewhat of a a, 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 a different uh, vehicle for the world to adapt to, or, or have as an option in many different things, not just in currency, but in many different things. But the bottom line is this: if um, you know, everyone's saying, "Oh, everyone was screaming about, oh, how could we have the ETF?" The ETF's not a big deal. It it, it's not. It's an ETF. What's the big deal? Is margin products to bring traditional market money in. What's a big deal is having legitimacy and maturity in a marketplace where people feel like they're able to function relatively safely and controlled. And when they go to the barbecue and they speak to their mate who's also a banker, they go, Oh yeah, no, how's he else going? And they don't get ridiculed. Now we've got that in the place that we are right now. And you know, speaking to the S P chart, it's Mate, it it looks very similar. to. When I first saw that, I thought instantly, bang, 2007. Now, I've just scaled out in a weekly chart, and it doesn't look too dissimilar. Uh, 3000 is looming, and this is not a very attractive chart. As you said, there's a lot of global turmoil, a lot of instability, and markets don't like instability. They don't like uncertainty. I see it here. Bitcoin, crypto assets are now starting to get that form of legitimacy. A lot more people involved, a lot more people trading, a lot more people talking about these products, and uh, yeah, I, I certainly can see this year leading up to the end of the year. I can see us ticking along quite nicely. Now that can change in an instant. Let's let's not uh, let's not beat around on that one. I've, I was not too long ago suggesting a pullback from sixty six sorry to sixty six hundred down to six thousand. Now I've reversed that entirely, and you know I get vilified for doing this sort of stuff, but people don't understand that that's my job. You know, when you open up a book, you read the words on the book, you don't rub them out and start writing your own. I'm just reading the words on my book and my book is written in chart language, you know. Uh, as, that, as that story gets told a different way, I need to adapt and I've gone from being uh, somebody who was suggesting we might see a move lower to actually margin long on Bitcoin right now. So it can change very quickly and, and people need to be aware of that. That is the beauty of this market. I love the volatility. I don't love how moody she gets. Um, She can be a moody beast. But you know what? This is a fantastic space to be in. And Fred, you are a fantastic person to talk to about this space. Now, obviously, we're going to continue to do more of these shows. I think every fortnight I think we've got you down for to get just to uh, keep it plugged in. We want to know what's going on in the OTC space. We want to know what's going on with the guests that you're having. And I'd love to know more about where everyone can find out about Hivex. So tell them about Hivex because there will be people that do want OTC. Tell them where to get it.
1: Yeah, so we, we obviously make uh, prices, buy or sell. Um, you can send us a text, you can send us a Skype, we'll make your price on you know the top 25 coins uh, from 50 grand plus into whatever currency you want and we'll send it straight into your bank account. A couple of texts and you, you've got your money or you need, you've you got your Bitcoin, whatever it may be. Uh, it's really easy, just go to hivex.com and it's all there. Um, super premium service, obviously and really tight prices. You want
0: help, you want to know how to do this and you're a bit anxious, a bit nervous to get involved, Get over to Hivex. Tell them Trader Cobb sent you a Fred, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure having a talk to you and uh, we will do this again in a couple of weeks' time. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen for for listening to the show and again, a massive thank you for everybody that's helped us get up to a million downloads. I'm talking to you, Australia, the US. I'm talking to Fiji, New Zealand, Canada, the UK, Europe, Singapore, everywhere. We've got little tiny pockets of people in the far-flung reaches of the world and I love you too and I appreciate it. So please share this content around if you like it in your discords, in your Slack channels, on your Facebook groups because if you've got a buddy who likes crypto and you like this show, guess what? Your buddy probably likes it too. Get involved, TraderCobb.com.
1: Speak to you again very soon. Bye for now.